Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Praise God. What a joy to share from the precious word once again. I believe that the Lord is taking care of you in a precious way, even if the situations around us are so challenging. Let's begin this time with a time of prayer. Father, we want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are sovereign, Lord. You are sovereign. Holy Spirit, we want to give this time unto you. We pray that you will minister to each one of us according to your desire, according to your mighty plan. Lord Jesus, as I share the word today, I pray that you will speak through me. May only those things that you desire to be spoken, let it happen, Lord. Thank you, Father. I submit to you, Lord Jesus. We want to give you all praise and glory, Lord. Today, Lord, we believe that you will move powerfully in our midst. Holy Spirit, this is your time. Holy Spirit, this is uh, this floor is for you. Have your way. We commit our hearts unto you. We open our spirits to receive what you want to speak into our spirits. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Once again, I consider this as a great privilege to share from the precious word of God. Let us begin with uh, checking the major verse for this uh, sermon. And I have taken this sermon, this major verse from uh, Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. It begins with, only let your conduct be worthy of, of the gospel of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So this letter, as you all know, is written by Apostle Paul. When Apostle Paul is at the fag end of his life, he is clearly instructing us to conduct ourselves in a way that is worthy of the gospel. As you all know, Apostle Paul, he is an apostle of this gospel. He is he encouraged us to be ambassadors of Christ Jesus. A man of great passion. A man who has amazing experience walking with God. A man who has done this ministry for so many years. When he wrote this letter to Philippians, according to uh, historians, according to uh, those who have studied uh, the scriptures, uh, they mentioned that Apostle Paul would have been in his early 60s. And probably a couple of years after he uh, he passed away. And towards the end of his life, he is encouraging the church. He is encouraging the saints of God. He is encouraging the believers. But I want to tell you one thing. That only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And I believe that somebody who has been walking with God for so long and and uh, and and who has been uh, manifesting the nature of god and the power of god in a precious way in an amazing way and then when he instructs us that you need to conduct your uh, yourself worthy of the gospel i believe that instruction needs to be given great attention 
initially i believe uh, i believe there was a time uh, there was a time in my life where an i thought ministry is so boring yeah uh, it's so boring there is no uh, no excitement to it and later as i walked with god uh, as i began to spend time in the presence of god today what i understand this is that um, is that only ministry matters i'm not talking about the so called full time ministry i'm talking about uh, our life being a ministry unto god wherever we are whoever you are whatever you are doing with whatever you have if you are not able to minister unto god if you are not able to serve god i believe and i want to tell you this today that you are losing that great opportunity to serve god hallelujah today i pray i pray that let it bother you in your spirit in your heart if you are not passionate for the right things also today i pray let it really bother you if you are passionate for the wrong things the scripture says in psalms chapter 90 verse 12 so teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom the psalmist is helping us to remember or rather reminding us that lord lord give each one of us wisdom so that we would know that we are here for a short time and if we are here for a short time if the lord has allowed us here for a specific time period the lord has a plan for each one of us the lord wants us to accomplish the lord wants us to progress in certain things that the lord has prepared for us amen so when i started thinking about walking worthy of the gospel when i started thinking that my time here is short i concluded two things what are those things uh, two things that i need to uh, i need to focus on a daily basis every day towards the end of that day or, or probably i would say every night i would take a moment or or some time to think through how am i planning to honor god the next day if the lord is giving me a new day tomorrow how am i planning to honor him how am i planning to just as i said before with whatever i have whoever i am wherever i am whatever phase of life i am in today how am i planning to honor god in the midst of different challenges or situations that i am in that is the first thought that i uh, i plan or exercise daily yeah how am i honor god uh, going to honor god in my next 24 hour period yes i have ambitions in the lord i have plans in the lord i plan forward i believe in strategic planning but i believe that there is a daily discipline that is required for our walking worthy of the gospel according to the gospel and what is the next thing that i do at the end of every day at the end of every day i take time to review or rather retrospect and think lord how well did i live today did i live well according to the gospel i planned something yesterday night for this day and how did i perform or or did i grow in certain areas of my discipleship with you lord jesus these are the two main things now i focus in my life 
as i said before every night i take time to to plan lord how am i how am i planning to honor you the next day what are my plans is my routine helpful for the advancement of the gospel is my plan is my calendar including the main things that god wants me to fill my time with yeah and end of day i take time 10 15 minutes to review was my scheduling good did i do well did i did holy spirit have access to my calendar today or was i so mechanical in doing certain tasks and just moving on yeah and uh, i believe to work uh, to walk worthy of the gospel so a lot of times we hear this uh, verses hey you need to walk worthy of the gospel let us walk worthy of the gospel let gospel be exalted in our lives let jesus be magnified in our lives i believe that to 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 walk worthy of the gospel we need to really take time to understand the gospel so today one of my attempts would be to really simplify the gospel which i believe from the scripture why i'm taking this time to simplify the gospel because i believe some are believers today because they think this is a better way of living some are believers today because they tasted the goodness of god at some point of their lives and they have concluded that this god is good and he will continue to do good in my life and that's true the scripture says he will not hold uh, he will not withhold any good things in life yeah and the only reason why they have come on board or one uh, they have come to the side of jesus is because they have tasted a, a goodness or a miracle in their life they felt the comfort of god they were touched by god at one time and they expected it to happen on a daily basis and some of them are disappointed because that goodness did not happen so called goodness that they expected according to their plans it did not happen at some other time so they are disappointed also at some point of time so some are believers because they felt a touch from god at one instance and they tasted the goodness of god some are believers today because they are born in a believing family yeah they were already in the groove yeah they were already uh, on board by birth yeah so they are so called believers and they didn't have to go for any better option or or they didn't have another option rather they 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 were in this uh, journey from uh, day one some are believers today because all others in the family have become believers and they decided why to uh, make a fuss yeah let me also join uh, this this party because uh, this looks okay even if uh, some of them are just jesus freaks but um, more or less they are okay they are crazy at times but uh, still i can manage and when you look in the english bible yeah today i want to ask few questions to you yeah? when you look in the english bible when you uh, turn your bibles to uh, matthew uh, mark luke john in the first page it's written gospel according to matthew similarly gospel according to luke gospel according to mark gospel according to john today for those who are believing in this gospel for those who are claiming to be believers i want to ask you what is that gospel which which others get to read 
what would be gospel according to jijo what would be gospel according to you if you put your name there what is the gospel which others are getting to know from our lives because when i read the gospel of john when i read the gospel of matthew mark and luke i can see jesus exalted in those gospels i can see the kingdom of god being exalted and emphasized in those in those gospels when other people look into our lives when they try to read the gospel which we are attempting to write will that be another gospel last week we heard about the another gospel we heard about the spirit of lawlessness we heard about antichrist and i want to encourage each one of you today i want to charge each one of you today that as we live every day as we are in this process of writing this gospel according to us let others see that christ is magnified in this gospel let others see that christ is at the core of this gospel let others see that it is all about the kingdom of god let others see that it is not about selfish ambitions let others see that it is about a god who reached out to mankind hallelujah so today i want to take a moment i want to take some time to just simplify this gospel so that if we haven't understood this gospel till now i want this day to be the last day of your ignorance about the gospel so what is this gospel about let's look at ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 and you yeah and when the scripture says you i want to say you and me and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature children of wrath just as the others so this verse clearly tells us what we were in the beginning what were what was our past this verse clearly tells us if if we were to be compared with so called people who are not believers at this point yeah we can together be called as sons of disobedience we can together be called as somebody who is conducting ourselves in the flesh we can together be called as somebody who is walking according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air and that is satan hallelujah and the scripture says that was our condition or in short i can say that if a miracle doesn't happen yeah if the a miracle doesn't happen according to the scriptures we would have ended up in the place prepared for the sons of disobedience and that is hell i praise god that our conditions have changed hallelujah so this scripture tells us that if a miracle didn't happen we would have ended up in hell hell would have been mine and your destination but there is a great change that happened that you can see in ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 to 9 but god 
who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses. Even when we were dead in trespasses. There is nothing worthy in us. There is nothing great that is happening through our lives. We were dead in our trespasses. He made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, God who is so rich in his love and mercy, he decided to make us alive with Christ Jesus. And not only that, he decided to give us a place, a heavenly place with Christ Jesus, which is totally undeserving which is totally undeserving, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. He did that so that in the ages to come, he will be able to manifest, he will be able to show off what is the depth of his grace, what is the richness of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. He is so kind. He is so loving. He is full of mercy. And he wants to showcase how much powerful, how much rich his grace is by making us alive and making us sit with Christ Jesus in heavenly place. For by grace you have been saved, through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. It is a gift of God. This gospel or this portion of the gospel that I'm talking about clearly says the salvation that we receive today, the destiny that we had, that, that, uh, that, that eternal hell, the Lord changed that. And he gave us the gift of salvation. We are redeemed. We are saved. God decided that because I love mankind, I'm giving them then a gift of salvation. That they should not go to hell. They need not go to hell. They need not bear the consequences of their works or their deeds or their dead trespasses and sins. But I'm going to give them a gift of salvation. And what did we do? The only thing that we did is that we received this gift. John chapter 3 verse 16 is a very familiar verse. How did God uh, this, make the salvation possible? And that one verse sums all of it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God was so desperate about the fact that he cannot afford to miss us in eternity. We are created by God. God created us with his love and pleasure. And God wanted us in eternity. And because of that decision, his love, he decided that I'm going to send my only begotten son so that none would perish. So that none would perish. And the only thing that we need to do is to receive that salvation through our faith. By putting our trust in what Jesus Christ did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today I want to emphasize that gospel once again. That the centrality of this gospel is not us. 
the centrality of this gospel is not what i am going to receive from this gospel the centrality of this gospel is not how well i am taken care of the centrality of this gospel is the amazing love of god hallelujah that he chose to give his only son jesus christ to redeem such wretched sinners like you and me that we were so dead in our trespasses and sins that we didn't have any hope we didn't have a chance my dear brothers and sisters we didn't stand a chance we didn't have hope and god decided to reach out to us with his love and he made a provision of salvation into our lives by giving his only son jesus christ at the cross that when he decided to give his life at the cross he exchanged his love for the whole of mankind i want to repeat that once again i want to repeat it i want to repeat it he exchanged his life for the whole of mankind today satan cannot claim any soul because because jesus has paid a legitimate price for every soul hallelujah and i praise god for what god has done uh, for 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 mankind what jesus has done at the cross that is a heavy work even if you think today that you are the worst of the sinners i want to tell you today that what jesus did on the cross is a heavier work you might be thinking that your sin is heavy and i want to tell you today what jesus did at the cross is a heavier work that the, that even the worst sinner will be washed and he will be prepared for salvation hallelujah now i want to ask you today would you take a moment to give your life to jesus would you take a moment today to put your trust in jesus would you take a decision today by believing that what god did through his son jesus christ is worthy enough has the power to save me has the power to cleanse me from all the sins my dear brothers and sisters this is the gospel this is the good news that even when we walked according to the ways of the world even when we were dead in the fleshly deeds even when we were sons of disobedience this great god this great god sent his only begotten son and this son died for us and today if i take a decision to put my trust in jesus christ he is faithful to to save anybody yeah i want to tell you that he is faithful to his word that anybody who puts his trust in this great work of jesus god is faithful to save them eternally this is the good news this is the gospel so my first question today to you is not whether which church you attend whether you are a traditional christian or whether you go to a spirit filled church or a, whether you uh, you you wear white and black or white and white or green and red whether you have spiked your head whether you are uh, you are clean shaved let's let's keep the main thing the main thing my question to you today would be did you understand the gospel do you really understand what is the true good news that has come to mankind and have you believed this gospel 
if yes i want you to know that the gospel wants us to walk worthy according to this good news the scripture is encouraging us if you believe this gospel then walk according conduct yourselves according to this changed message in this uh, in the first verse that we saw ephesians chapter 2 uh, verse 1 onwards we saw that we conducted according to the prince or according to the course of this world we conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh we conducted according to the prince of the power of the air and the moment i know this gospel the moment i believe this gospel this the scripture is assuming that there has to be a change in you the scripture is assuming that there has to be a change in your conduct because if you have known this gospel this has to truly in a positive way has to affect you so the gospel is assuming that it would have intersected your life at some point and i want to ask that question today what change happened in your life when you received this gospel how did this gospel intersect you in uh, i want to ask that question literally you were going in this direction and how did this gospel intersect you and changed your priorities Can you take a moment to think through or look back into your life if you have been a believer for so many years I want to ask you this question how did the gospel change you and I want to encourage you today that this gospel if you have understood it right has to intersect you has to make changes at least in these three factors or areas of your life i'm going to give you these three broad areas where the gospel has to really change you or intersect you the first one if you believe this gospel is true if you believe in this true gospel of jesus christ i believe that you will be grateful to god every day because what you have received cannot be earned how much ever worldly possessions you have what you have received is a gift of god every day you wake up when you wake up i want to encourage you to thank god for the salvation he has given you this gratitude brings out the joy of salvation in you personally i have kept uh, i i use something called a habit tracker wherein uh, i have kept a, a, a task or something a a a one habit in my routine and i have named it gratitude and i take five explicit uh, um uh, minutes to thank god for whatever he has done in my life five minutes of only thanking god and i'm sure that some of you might be thinking that that is uh, so less pastor i would really encourage you to take the time whatever you feel comfortable i want to just do at least 5 minutes of gratitude uh, exercise gratitude exercise unto god and i start by saying god i thank you lord i thank you lord that you took that first move 
you took that 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 first decision to save me you wanted me lord even before the foundations of the world uh, foundations of the earth you knew me and you wanted me in this earth and you purposed uh, for for my salvation i thank you jesus for for what you have done and i want to encourage you take that time to thank god if you believe this salvation this christ centric gospel is true then you would be grateful unto god the scripture says in matthew chapter 13 verse 44 to 46 again the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid and for joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field the next verse says again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls who when he had found one pearl of great price went and sold all that he had and bought it in both these instances there was an eagerness to possess that treasure they didn't complain what they had to sell they didn't complain what they gave in exchange but they were so overwhelmed they were so joyful about what they possessed hallelujah and i want you to know that if you have believed in jesus christ if you have embraced this christocentric gospel i want you to know that you have received the precious treasure a man can ever get in his lifetime hallelujah and that is why when you take a moment every day morning to uh, to thank this god for the salvation the joy of salvation will come into your life and you can see in these verses that merchant never complained what he has to give off or sell to get this precious treasure some of you today might have a tendency to complain or brag about or rather think about or oh, what all i lost what all i gave up oh i lost that job oh i gave up that job so that i came to full time ministry my dear brothers and sisters i want you to know that god gave you the grace god gave you the faith to possess that precious treasure of the kingdom of god when there was an opportunity and all we can do is to be grateful unto god god you open my eyes oh god to to possess that lord to receive you lord when i had an opportunity thank you jesus thank you jesus today i want to specially charge all the intercessors to to once again remind you that jesus christ has paid that price with his own life to claim every soul every soul every mankind satan cannot claim any soul jesus has paid in full i want all the intercessors to join with me to, today to to pray for people to pray for those who are lost also i want to take this time now to pray for for those who are not saved in your family can we pray for those people father today today oh lord i want to pray lord for for those who are yet to come into the kingdom of heaven lord jesus right now we want to pray oh god we want to believe in the heavy work that you have done on the cross lord jesus lord jesus lord jesus we want to speak your grace and your protection upon those who are yet to receive this precious gospel lord today together we want to ask oh lord 
for souls to be added into the kingdom right now we want to believe for a mighty move of the holy spirit lord jesus open their eyes lord let their spirits be open to receive this precious gospel precious gospel hallelujah lord we pray and ask oh lord for angelic visitations in their lives lord let them be bothered about eternity lord let them be bothered about the emptiness that they have in their spirit lord and let them let them truly seek truth lord jesus hallelujah and i pray oh god that you will mobilize the intercessors lord you will mobilize the believers in their locality lord and lord i pray oh god that they will they will uh, get the right exposure to the right uh, tweets lord right posts oh lord right channels oh lord that they will they will have the exposure to this precious gospel lord and they will receive you jesus we right now believe for a miracle move of the holy spirit thank you father thank you father hallelujah hallelujah i sense that the lord is stirring up stirring up opening the spirit of thomas thomas to receive jesus hallelujah hallelujah right now if you know there are people who are not saved in your family will you just join with me to intercede and pray for their souls the enemy wants to steal kill and destroy but jesus have come so that we may have life and life in abundance oh we want to speak that heavenly life into those people lord into those precious people oh god you have created them oh lord and we don't want them to perish lord we want to stand in the gap for them jesus hallelujah thank you lord thank you lord so i want to i want to remind each one of you today that let's not let's not complain about what we have given in exchange to receive this precious gospel because what we have received what we have received cannot be compared to what we have given hallelujah in romans chapter 8 verse 37 the scripture says yet in all these we are more than conquerors through him who loved us i want all of us to 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 think through today what is that we are supposed to achieve by the end of our lifetime my precious people my precious beloved brothers and sisters I believe I truly believe with all of my heart that what we are supposed to achieve is eternity of ourselves and eternity of everyone in this world. I believe that we have to achieve and push for Christ likeness in us and Christ likeness in each and every person in this world. That should be our mission and I believe that is the desire of God the Father. And how much more we are joyful that when the moment we receive Jesus into our life, he has made us eternal. And I believe that is the reason why the scripture says when we receive Jesus in Christ Jesus we are more than conquerors we are not waiting till the end of our life to be more than conquerors but even now we are more than conquerors and every day we should walk as though we are victors in Christ Jesus hallelujah so the first way in which the gospel should intersect us is that it should fill us with a life of gratitude unto god And the second point I want to give you is that we should live for Jesus. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, 
but for him who died for them and rose again. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 15. The second main point I want to give under this, uh, this section is that if Jesus is not Lord of all, he is not Lord at all. The Lord is not asking us to do a transaction by doing a sinner's prayer. Or, or accepting Jesus in that one moment. No, that is the beginning of an awesome journey that the Lord is taking us into. So the Lord is asking us to give our Lordship unto Him. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So this journey of salvation is a journey of Lordship unto Him. Jesus has called us to share our life with Him. Are you sharing your life with Jesus? Have you compartmentalized Jesus into a, a particular time slot in your calendar? Or only to particular uh, days in your week? Or only to particular tasks or chores in your life? Or are you sharing your life with Jesus? Matthew chapter 16 verse 24 and 25 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, Jesus is making it very clear. If anybody wants to share their life with me, if anybody wants to follow after me, if anybody wants to walk with me, if anybody wants to journey with me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It is, it is a call to walk. It is a call to walk with God. We have to constantly keep our journey with God. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. I, I, I want to just paraphrase this, this, uh, this verse in a, in a different context to you. Are you particular about your things? Are you particular about your plans? Are you particular about your way of doing things? Are you particular about your ambitions? I want to tell you that if you are so particular, for whoever desires to save your life, your ambitions, your plans, your thoughts, you will lose what God has to offer you. You will lose what God has planned uh, for you and for your life. And I, at this point, I'm reminded of that song, Jesus at the center of it all. That's a beautiful song, Jesus at the center of it all. And I would request, if possible, for the chat moderation team, uh, if possible, to put that link in the chat. I would really encourage you to go through that lyrics. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning till the end. It will be always you. It, 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 you are always being the center of it all. And further down it goes to say that Jesus be the center of my life. I believe that that should be our prayer. How can we keep Jesus at the center of our life? And I, I don't want to dwell into these points, but I want you to know that you should have a time or continual time of prayer with God. Journey with Jesus. You should continually Learn from the scripture. Dedicate time to read from the Bible. Know what Jesus wants from your life. He has already written most of it. Take time to meditate and read the scripture. And continually take effort to pursue deep in the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit has been assigned to us. 
God has, Jesus has sent Holy Spirit in us so that He may lead us in all things. So I want you to, uh, to focus in these three things to, uh, to, to, uh, to live for Jesus. How can Jesus be the center of my life? Pray, read the scripture, continually pursue the Holy Spirit. I'm not asking today for perfection. I want you to start the journey at least. If you don't have a prayer life today, start setting aside a prayer time. Start setting aside some time quietly in the presence of God. If you don't have a, a systematic habit of reading the scripture, start today. We can perfect as the journey goes on. But start today. If you don't know the Holy Spirit today, start by making a simple prayer. Holy Spirit, will you reveal yourself to me in a precious way? And I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is so eager to you, eager to meet with you, to, 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 to connect with you much more than how, and, uh, how you are. And the third point, and I want to pray and close. Be fervently active in the fellowship in the gospel. Philippians chapter 1 verse 3 onwards it says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine making requests for you all with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Apostle Paul is so happy about the Philippine church that they, are, they have a fellowship in the gospel from day one until now. If you believe in this gospel, if you believe that Jesus Christ made a provision for each one of us to be saved, and if we have been going in our earlier pattern, we, our destination would have been hell, and hell is so terrible. If you believe that, I want you to share a reality with you, which you already know. There are so many people out there who are yet to receive this gospel. And our Father God desires that none should perish. And because He loves the world so much, He loves mankind so much, He decided to send His only begotten Son that He may give His life at the cross so that anybody who believes in this heavy work at the cross, they shall be saved. Now Jesus came, Jesus did His part, and he went on. Jesus has given that baton to us today. Can we be proclaimers of this gospel? Can we go ahead and share that testimony? Because in the scripture, Romans chapter 1 verse 16, Apostle Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. Apostle is saying, hey, I'm not ashamed of this gospel because there is a power. In, in Greek, there is a word called dynamis that is, that is used to mention about that power. There is a marvelous, miraculous working power that is bestowed in the gospel. That when somebody receives or hears that gospel, God will do something in their spirit to receive that gospel that they will be born again. So would you take that first step just like God took that first step? to save you? Would you take that first step today to be a blessing, to be a channel of blessing in the lives of people? Go ahead and share your testimony. Talk about how your life changed when you embraced this gospel. Give your social media walls, WhatsApp status for sharing the love of Jesus, sharing this precious gospel. I want to encourage you 
to be a volunteer and serve in the gospel work. I want to encourage you to give financially for the Lord's work. If you think this message will bless, you can, you can write away partner in the gospel work, in sharing of the gospel, by sharing this video to your near and dear ones. Do not be ashamed to share this gospel. Do not be frightened to share this gospel to, to, to specific people, even if you feel they are going to be blessed by this. A lot of times we feel uh, compassionate towards somebody who is, who is really suffering from a, a terminal illness because we believe that their days are numbered. My dear brothers and sisters, anybody who hasn't received this gospel, who haven't believed in this gospel, they are, their condition is very terminal, very much terminal. Even when we did not believe this message of the cross, a condition was so fatal. And because we believed in this gospel, we are saved. Would you take a moment to, to really share this gospel, to share this precious good news to people whom the Lord is bringing into your mind today? And I want to tell you that when you take a step to share this gospel, the Holy Spirit will prepare their hearts so that they would receive this gospel that has dynamis power to do wonders in their lives. How many testimonies we have heard when people receive this gospel of Jesus. They are healed of their sickness. They are delivered from, uh, from satanic attacks. They are delivered from the curses in the family. And I want to encourage you to be fervently active in fellowship in the gospel. Hallelujah. In Genesis 1, when God said, let there be light, there was the presence of the Holy Spirit hovering and a miracle happened. And today I believe that when there is Holy Spirit residing in you, when you take that first step to share the word of God, to utter the precious gospel of Jesus, miracles will happen in the lives of those people. And today, I want to speak over you. Philippians chapter 1 verse 4, that he who began a good work in you, as you are going to fervently partner, fervently be active in the work of the gospel, he who began a good work in you, he is faithful to bring it into a mighty completion, that when we meet Jesus face to face, we will not be ashamed. Our hands won't be empty. But we would be, we would be, we would have a bountiful harvest to offer our king. And even then we will not boast. But we will say, thank you, Father. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your faith. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for the anointing that you made my hands strong for the battle. That I could do something to labor for the kingdom. Love you, Daddy. That we will be grateful unto Him for whatever the right things that He has empowered us for. Today, as I'm closing in prayer, I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus. To put your trust in the precious gospel of Jesus Christ and your life shall never be the same. I'm going to pray for you. Father, I want to thank you, Lord. 
I want to thank you, Lord, for your precious people. Lord, if there is anybody hearing me right now, watching me right now, oh, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will prepare their heart, that they shall be willing to give off anything to receive the precious treasure of salvation. Lord Jesus, for those who are believers today, Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you will reveal the power the true wealth of this gospel, Lord. Hallelujah. That, that the gospel will truly intersect our life. And we shall be invaded and, and, and in a good sense affected by the gospel in our lives, Lord. That we shall be grateful to what you have done. And we will live completely under your lordship, Lord. That you shall be, you alone shall be our king, Lord. And we will fervently partner fervently be active in fellowship in the gospel. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We want to give you all praise and glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Also, I purposely want to tell you one thing. I did not use words religion, denomination, status, family background, gender, caste, and so many other words. It doesn't matter. Hold on to Jesus and you shall have a blessed life. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wscc.in.